What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcasts. I am Justin here with Meals. Last episode of the year, 2021 is up. It's over with. It's in a. It's a. It's a wrap, if you will. Meals, how are you feeling yes, going sir. into the new year? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Optimistic, cautiously optimistic. I don't really know. COVID still is here. That's something I didn't see two years ago. Um, that it would still be here, like running rampant and doing its thing. Um, so I'm cautiously optimistic about how the rest of the year is going to turn out if we have to keep doing going through this over and over and over and over again. But still optimistic. Still, all right, let's see what's going to be on the other side of this entire thing. So hopefully it's good. Seems like everyone's getting COVID, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, it feels so- a lot more dire this year. Like last year, it was like we ended the year like, oh, man, just be safe. This year is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Everybody's got it. So, you know, until the bell tolls for you as well, which I hope it doesn't. Wow. wow. But, you know, I, yeah, that I was know. <laughs> that was dark. <laughs> yeah. Until, you know, until COVID catches the rest of us. COVID mania runs wild up all on us. Um, you know, stay healthy. Uh, mask up. Wash your hands. And all the other amazing things that you're supposed to do in this pandemic. Um, five days is not enough. Sorry, Big E, but five isn't enough. Um, and that's all I got to say about that. Because I'm pretty, I was actually pretty mad about that news. Yeah, I, I saw you were pretty, uh, you were pretty hot about it. Yeah, because I don't trust people. My biggest thing with this entire pandemic thing is I don't really trust people to do what's best for the greater good people usually tend to do what's best for themselves so ideally i would like to do what's best for myself and making sure that i'm healthy and everyone else is healthy and all this other stuff like that um but i can't necessarily trust everyone else to follow the same procedure or role and stuff like that people have covid and still go out and you're like well i've been booked for this event so i said i can't not do it um i'll just stay masked up the entire time um and then it becomes a super spreader thing. So I don't know. Well, I mean, they, you're supposed to wear a mask, but if you take it, they take it off. That's that's their issue is that they take it off. I feel like even if you have a mask on, there's still like a chance that you can still. But I don't know. I don't know. This is where I'm at with the world in on on December 29th, 2021. It's just like, ugh, again. All right. Well, whatever. Let's let's, let's move on to uh more positive uh things christmas you got a pretty good christmas right um no but like not really like bad but not really like good neither i would say it was pretty average um i got myself new sheets and a new television and that's pretty much it like what what kind of tv did you get hold on i I didn't ask you this the other day Um, some sony tv that yeah okay yeah yeah there we go i I got one of those i was gonna get apple tv and then now i'm deciding if it's a luxury that i actually need as opposed to something that i really really want (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, treat yourself. Don't even don't do that. I've, I've, I've treated myself. I, I the TV was a treat. Um, and hopefully everything else that comes afterward is uh, you know amazing as well. But how was your Christmas? It was great, man. I I feel really rested. I think you know the last two months was kind of crazy. It's good to kind of refocus, reform. I got a big year next year. A lot of stuff going on. So I'm taking these next couple of weeks, these next two weeks when I'm off to to just just kick it and chill and and sleep in and and be rested for when I go back. Um, you know we we just we we take a lot of that type of stuff for granted, just not taking breaks. Uh, and 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 I think that it's good that we you know we kind of give ourselves some time. I had a pretty good month though. It's it's been a pretty good month and it's going to be a pretty good year next year. So that's good. That's good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, by the time, I think by the time you hear this, you will also be, there's something, another project that you were working on that'll be out. Um, yes. The, uh, of course our, our good buddy, our good brother, Josh Pease had the ain't shit funny list, the ASF list that will be out literally today. I, I believe so. But so you'll listen to this and then you'll listen to that. So you'll listen to this in the morning and then that'll be out by the afternoon. So oh, um, I love it. A lot of a lot of stuff going into that. And we got a lot of really cool special guests and we got some some big announcements. So it, they could they could shake the fabric of RNC as we know it. No, I'm just playing. But um, <laughs> it's going to be really dope. But in terms of wrestling. Not a lot of crazy news. Yeah, not really. I mean, outside of maybe like, you know, COVID mania running rampant again, um, with now affecting like house shows and stuff like that. You saw the MSG house show, which is, I'm not surprised that it still went on, but um, because I feel like WWE, you, you have to, I think if there wasn't a mandate to stop all live events that they would have continued in March um mm-hmm. 2020 because their show doesn't stop and you saw that from msg this weekend like instead of they had three out of the four members at a fatal four-way for day one out so they brought in edge who was on his way to detroit to raw last night and he just stopped by and just had a whole banger with kevin owens um so the show doesn't stop but yeah there seems to be a lot of people out for covid protocol there's been news regarding um fightful reporting um that wwe's changing how they do their COVID testing um, just in general. So yeah, it's a lot of, I think as, as many other places in the sports world, you talk about NHL and NFL and NBA and stuff like that. Like WWE for a long time, I was like, Hey, they're not immune to this, right? Like there's no way they can be. And yeah, we're seeing that they are absolutely not immune. Yeah. And and this is coming hot on the heels of uh, the fight for report and that you're referencing that came out yesterday or two days ago about WWE more specifically NXT excuse me <clears throat> um saying that they wouldn't they would no longer require testing and not really much past that i believe that there might be more to that than what whoever his source <laughs> was saying it, like was talking about because it seems to me that they're it's not just we're going to stop testing altogether it seems to me that they're adopting a process that the NFL and the NBA, the NFL is actually doing it actively. They've been doing it for about a week and a half now. And the NBA is thinking about doing in that they will do targeted testing for people who are at risk as, as in people who are over 35. And then for people that, that are younger than that, if you're vaccinated, uh, the testing is, 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 is purely like they, they don't have to do it. And 
uh, I, I believe that the the actual quarantine time, if you do have it, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, uh, is like five days. So, and and the process behind that is that they're finding, I guess, whatever scientists that the NFL and all these sports companies are finding, uh, I guess his name is Doctor Moneybags, is saying that they're <laughs> if they're if they're asymptomatic. <laughs> yeah, like if it's asympt if it's an asymptomatic case, you can still come back and and if you know asymptomatic person is going to give it to an asymptomatic person, so they're trying to to basically do some sort of like herd immunity, and I'm guessing they're trying to test that out in NXT where the pool is much smaller. So if they do get tested and they have no no symptoms, they'll bring them back in five days, and then they'll they'll just kind of it, it'll just swarm the locker room, and then they'll and then everyone will just be asymptomatic at one point. <laughs> It's really so, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a so scientists have determined that determined that um there's this I mean there's this, you know, this theory and all this other stuff that like they're using cycle thresholds, which is called CT values. And they said yeah. if your CT value is over thirty-five, then that's pretty high and chances are you will be No, actually if you're if it's under twenty one. So if it's under twenty one, um chances are you're able you're contagious and you'll be able to pass this along to everybody but if it's over 35 um and you're asymptomatic chances are you're not going to spread it to anyone which will allow you to stay there and as long as you're masked up you should be good but uh, i think other than a couple days of maybe like taking rest if you are do have some symptoms you won't be able you won't pass it to anyone necessarily um so yeah i mean listen I'm sure everyone is trying to find it looks like everyone is trying to find a way to keep people still working during this entire thing, which I mean, depending on who you are is good and or it's bad, but it seems yeah. like, yeah, WWE is kind of adopting the same process and they know that this season, especially as we are heading to January, which means heading to the Royal Rumble, which means heading to the road to WrestleMania um, is important as ever for them. And I think they want to make sure that every precaution is taken before, you know, we get to the big shows over in Dallas, especially with a hundred thousand people in Dallas. It's going to be a lot. Yeah. It's going to be big. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, I initially, when I heard this, I said, this is fucking crazy. Um, And then I'm like, what what is crazy anymore you know what i'm saying like what what is you know what i'm saying like what is crazy anymore like we these this company has ran every wrestling company has has ran uh you know during this whole process we know AEW doesn't require you to be vaccinated that you know they've already announced that i would imagine they probably don't even really do a lot of testing either they don't even really talk about their covid policy but like you know this is this is part of course to me. Like you can only be with so but so uh outraged <laughs> about it when they're like every every single sports and every single corporation, every single business is flying like head first into it. And right. um I, I think that again, we'll see how and I and I'm guessing that's why like they're doing it with NXT first. They're they're like the guinea pig, so to speak, because but it's a smaller sample size. It's only about what? Like twenty five people, maybe if that on TV on that whole mm-hmm. show, it may be less than that every single week. So like, I could get why they'd say like, okay, there you probably don't need the test. You're just seeing the same people over and over again every single right. day, and um, it it is crazy. It's stupid. I mean, how many you know? 
how many times can, can we say the same thing? But at the, at the end of the day, this is this is quote unquote the new fucking normal, and, and that is that they want these motherfuckers, whether it be CDC, the government, whatever they want, they want these people to go back to work. That you know, capitalism still has to has to reign supreme, and. I can only pray that the people who are against it, you know, they stay safe and, and they do what they, they can to, um, you know, to, to keep themselves safe. But, you know, as as with the NBA and the NFL, they're they are really kind of blazing the blazing the way for all types of new things. I all I, the way that I looked at the COVID thing is that I base it on how bad it is in the NBA as to how bad it is in the world. If that's if, if that makes any sense, like because think about it, this is the one uh sports league that they travel all the time so if they're getting hit hard then i know we're fucked but if they're if they're going to turn around and say okay we have these 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 new things in place that we want to try like i'm going to be like okay because they 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 look at all the contingency behind it regardless of how stupid it is regardless of how how i feel about you know adam silver they if it's bad there i know that it's bad everywhere and i think that with wwe it's like they kind of follow the lead too and Mm -hmm. We could only we could only guess and only hope that that you know these people on their show stay safe. But at the end of the day, like capitalism going capitalism, man. And that, that's just really what it comes down to. I mean, that's really what it is. Um, yeah. So you know what? That's been in the news for the past week as we're heading to day one, which is this Saturday, live on Peacock. As if I'm doing an ad for them or whatever the rep, but it is this Saturday. Um, so we're definitely going to do some, I guess we should do some predictions, but then we also have the rest of the year and stuff that we need to get through because there is quite a bit that we need to summarize for the rest of the year. So yeah. which one should we do first? I, before we do that, can, I want to talk about the hook thing. Oh, hook. Ooh, okay. All right. Send hook. hook. Go off. We, we, we got two matches here. I feel like there's definitely a, a, a schism between people who love it people who are or maybe three people people who love it people who are apprehensive and people who just are like what the fuck are y'all talking about uh i stand firmly like in the middle Mm. surprisingly shockingly you know i don't really you know it is what it is it's not like he's like affecting anything (laughs) in terms of that show but um you know he no sold a fucking power driver last weekend which which caused a lot of people to be very upset and uh, then Cody comes out and says he wants to he wants to face him. He wants to do something with him. <laughs> this, kid seems to be, this kid seems to be getting the rocket strapped to him. And I'm wondering, is this like ironic love, or is the are people really saying things, something in this? Because like, okay, I I like the the disaffected millennial Gen Z, not millennial, but the the, the disaffected Gen Z thing that he does. He doesn't really care. Like he's like he doesn't talk, doesn't say anything, right? Right. I feel like they have a character on that show that does the same thing in orange Cassidy, right? Like he's does the unaffected disaffected, whatever. Like, but I'm like, whatever it's different, different, different vibe. Yeah. But like, he, I mean, he's, it's his dad's shtick is his dad's no selling his dad's suplexes. That's his dad's shit. And I, I feel like nostalgia is such a, such a crazy thing, right? Like you look at stuff like the Spider-Man movie that everyone's saying is the greatest thing ever. And you know, all this, like even the matrix movie, even though it's like very anti nostalgia, like, you know, and is speaking out against it, it's very much using that for the marketing. Um, people love nostalgic shit and that's why they're like gravitating to this. But I'm just like, I, I, I don't, I don't get the, you know, it's the same thing I felt with Braun Breaker. I was like, I, I mean, there just hasn't been enough. The same thing I said about Tony D'Angelo, it just, just has not been enough for me to be like, this guy's the future, you know? So what do you, what do you think about it? 
Um, in terms of the no selling thing, I thought it was kind of bad. I understand, I guess, the homage to Taz and stuff like that, but I also think it's his second match. And I think we can kind of build up to this. And I think people who quickly like, oh, it's fun. Don't worry about it. Are like, you're more enabling a lot of the crap Stupid shit. that, yeah. And then that stuff that if, if, if they did it in WWE, I guess you wouldn't like, um, our homie Cornell was like, I would have lash legend. No soul that thing. And she got yeah. a lot of things. I mean, she was someone who just a week and a half ago or a week ago, rather, um, got a lot of like hate because it, this was like one of the worst matches of the year. They said, which I didn't think it was, it, I mean, she's new. This is her second match. You know and I'm, I'm not, I'm not ju- and I'm not judging that match against Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, huh? Okay, all right, what? But um, regarding the hook thing, I do like hook. I like what he represents. I like what, like what does he said, represent? This, I mean, just the same like you like you were saying the you know the millennial Gen Z unaffected da 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, he seems to be somewhat, I don't know if it's, if it's people who just like, they like secretly have a crush on him or they uh, want this to happen. They want this to happen really bad for him. And I don't know if it's, you know what? Let's, let's wait and see. That's what everyone always, people hate our wait and sees now. They hate it. They're like, yo the worst thing to come out this year is wait and see. And, but at the end of the day, it's like, yo, but you got to look at things on a grander scale. You know what I'm saying? Like I read, I read manga on a week to week basis. And I realize some chapters may suck more than others, but in the grand scheme of things, let's see how it all adds up. Let's see how it all works together. And let's see how this builds. Let's see the trajectory of it, the stops, the gaps, everything rather. And let's judge it according to that. I'm not really, I'm not ready to write off hook, but I'm also not ready to crown him like the greatest thing since sliced bread. Like, seriously, it's been two matches. Like, I really like the stuff that he's done. He seems to be very, um, he seems to be very, for his second match, he seems to be very, I think, has a lot of potential to be good. Um, But he's got to like, you know, Eventually, as a wrestler, you gotta like sell, and you gotta like. They're gonna take blow this. Down. Yeah, they're gonna blow this. <laughs> they're Let's gonna see. blow this. There, there's no. I have seen nothing from them that they know how to produce new talent, especially green talent like him. I've seen nothing showing me that they could do that. You want to talk about Lash Legend? <laughs> like I haven't seen anything. All, all of their all of their best talent is people that have been popular for the past decade. Or two. Or three. I, I agree. Or four. I agree. <laughs> They're going to blow this. Because they don't necessarily understand Gen Z either. They cater to the same old white niggas that have been watching this since they were a, a, a kid. And some of the young people, too. Hook looks cool. He's got a good look. Good theme. His swag is, is, is definitely there. Right. However, come on, man. You think that when he gets up there with Punk and Brian, that they're gonna they're, they'll give him a good match? He ain't beating them niggas. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about day one. Emanating from the State Farm Arena, Atlanta, Georgia, getting a straightening. How you feel about the the straightening oh, on, yeah, on Raw? Is gonna be there. I completely it's, forgot. It's, it's jarring, right? It's just like, damn, these Nick Khan yeah. down with niggas, huh? 
Yeah, I, I forgot Migos going to be there. Hopefully, I mean, COVID ain't going to stop them from being there. I know that. These niggas don't even believe in the vaccine. They'll be there. Yeah, Atlanta, uh, <laughs> Atlanta never close. Word to Quavo. Exactly. It's going to be a weird show because let, let's just name off the people that we haven't seen and were not on Raw on, on, on Monday, but we know that they were named as people who were out during due to COVID protocols. Sure. Biggie, Biggie, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, uh, Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch, Morgan, Bianca Becky Belair, Lynch, Bianca Belair, yeah, uh, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's like at least like three different matches. I mean, Bianca Belair's not in the match, but she probably was still gonna beat her anyway. Yes, yeah, um, uh, Queen Zelina. Yep, Queen um, Zelina, Carmella. Nah, Carmella was on Raw last night. Oh yeah, she was. She was doing a little interview. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's quite a bit of people. Am I? Is so. Let's see. Let's see. I mean, we're gonna have to predict these matches based on how they are right now because WWE has not yet changed anything. Now, granted, this show comes out on Wednesday, and it seems like every fucking Wednesday something happens that makes us be like, "Oh, why don't we just record the show on Wednesdays now?" <laughs> I know we should just. Well, then, then they'll start announcing shit on Thursday, and they'll start releasing yeah, people yeah, yeah. And that shit on Thursday. Yeah. So it it just is what it is, but. Um, I think here's, here's what I think is probably going to happen. Um, either the matches are going to happen and everyone's just staying home and it's this, everyone get your negative tests, blah, 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 come back on the road. Some matches will change, but I also think if the matches change, usually WWE is not someone who is going to give you a shittier show if they have to change a match. Um, I look at that, remember that past TLC one where we end up getting Everybody. AJ versus Finn, yeah. Where they got the mumps. <laughs> yeah, there's something along those lines. Um, there was one where, like a like a 15 years ago, where everyone had a staph infection and they had to change the entire show. There was even, I mean, even on at MSG, like various matches changed as well. So I expect WWE to kind of, um, even if we don't, get the card as it is we should still get some interesting encounters as well listen i'm not listen i don't know if biggie gonna be there but if they ever want to change a fatal four way miz and edge are available i'm just saying uh, no thanks uh <laughs> <laughs> i also think that these matches will probably happen on royal rumble if they don't happen they'll happen in some capacity before royal rumble there's there's a very long long time <clears throat> before we get to Royal Rumble. That's that's gonna be on the twenty ninth of January. So you got twenty nine days. You got a, you got a while to, to 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 build that. But I mean they they look to be on the first kicking shit off for the year. And, and I think that's a good thing. That's a good thing to set the tone for for day one. How how amazing uh of the timing of this being on Saturday and this starting their new Saturday initiative. This is gonna be on a Saturday meals so i mean we'll, we'll have our sunday <laughs> to, to 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 get over this and to watch a pay-per-view miss it on saturday at least yeah exactly exactly so um let's just go through this really quick uh first up last night we saw the street profits defeat uh the mysterio family to to win the rk bronament in the face rk bro for the raw tag team championships uh on the on the first pay-per-view of the year i i i got this really sinking feeling that the profits are going to go either heel, or Montez is going to is going to uh, is going to turn on 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 Angelo really soon. I I really think they want to break these two up. 
Mm. I don't know. I can't see it right now. I mean, it seems like they've done everything. They've got numerous title shots. They haven't really won them back since they lost them, um, which they lost them quite some time ago. Honestly, I don't know. It's it's weird. I'm in a space where I don't really see Street Profits as viable contenders right now because RK wow. Bro is just so massive. Like, they're just such a an actual force in the ring. Like, like so I have RK Bro winning this match, but... I can't see like if this was the this could be the start of a heel turn or something. Um but yeah, I just look at RK Bro, I look at the reactions that Randy has, I look at the reactions that Riddle will get, and I'm just like, why would they derail this for Street Profits right now? Yeah. yeah. What is Street Profits really bringing to the table? Not that they not that they can't bring anything to the table, but you on such a momentum wave right now with these two guys being the focal point of Monday Night Raw, um, to shift it over to the Street Profits would mean that you probably have to focus on the tag division that they don't really want to focus on. Yeah. Yeah, I I got RK Bro winning too, but something's gotta something's gotta shake up with the Street Profits. I think not that the act isn't stale, but the way that it's presented is stale. I think they need like a new theme. They need you know what I'm saying? They need they need a new look. Like I think everything about them should be updated for twenty twenty two. And if that means a heel turn, which, to be fair, that division absolutely needs a shakeup. It needs something new. And, and I think they would be the ones to do it. I think a heel Montez would be fantastic. I think a heel Angelo would be really, really good as well. I, I, then I think your only I, face team is the Mysterios, which I'm not really feeling like that anyway. They can, they can, shake, they can shake everything up, Mills, at the top of the year. They, they could legitimately shake everything. They need to shake something up with these two because I, I haven't felt it in a while. I love them. They have great matches, let's be clear. But I, th- I think after beating them to the ground for the Usos, it really took away from them a little bit. Like, the Usos beat them to the ground multiple times. You know what I mean? And and I, I need them to look strong again. So, like, I do think they'll look strong, but I think RK Bro will come out in the in the, in the the end. I'm I'm still wondering if, if the direction is that Orton and Riddle will, will face each other at WrestleMania, which I predicted. It could be interesting. He hugged him and shit. I was like, damn, this ain't ending anytime soon. And like, Orin's like smiling and shit. He's happy. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, I don't see it any anytime soon. Randy Orton is the most overacting WWE right now. Like, why would you fuck that up? By yeah. like turning him in heel. Like most of Randy Orton's career ends up like taking a weird change when they turn him heel. Because as much as he is, he can be a prick. People love to love Randy Orton. And they pop for the RKO and stuff like that. So I can't see them necessarily changing that right now. Um, yeah. Unless they do like some face versus face thing at WrestleMania, which I could see. Uh, next match. Drew. <laughs> this, this could be fun. Drew. If COVID uh, protocols stops this match, I don't think anyone would be upset. Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. If I see a fucking headlock, from Madcap Moss to Drew McIntyre in the first two minutes of this match, and this match doesn't end, it, when I look down and look back up, it's, it's going to get one star. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't want to see a match between these two at all. It pointed, they pointed it out in our Discord. It was like, damn, since Drew lost the title, he's really had some like, shitty pay-per-view opponents. Not like shitty, but like, like he faced 
gender. gender at SummerSlam, and then well, he basically. wanted that match. He wanted that match. I feel. Yeah, but no one else cared, especially after what they did with Becky and Bianca. Like literally, no one cared about that match. Um, and then he had a lot of couple other feuds, Baron Corbin, and all this other stuff like that. It's like clearly they were hoping to cool him off to the Royal Rumble, but yeah, none of this has been interesting or important at all. Um, yeah, Drew easily. Yeah, it, in 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 thirty seconds, I hope. Um, Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. Interesting. They had a video package prepared for Raw for this. No clue. This is one of those matches that we have no clue is going to happen, or if it's going to happen or not. Um, we've we've expressed our feelings on this feud as as a whole. Uh, I think this will be a match where I mean the the winner is not in doubt, but I think that what we're really looking for is like some type of improvement over their first match, which I thought well, I was just kind of like eh. I was eh on it, but uh, I got Becky winning this match over Liv. Yeah, I got Becky winning too. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Um, yeah, I mean, I think all the momentum headed towards the Raw match, and it's kind of really been deflated right now for Liv Morgan, so I see this as the exit point for her as of right now. Yeah, and Becky doing the whole, I've beaten everybody. I've done everything. Uh, and then, you know, waiting for the Royal Rumble to to hit, so... Uh, I mean, I mean, could we see Oscar come back? Do a four Oscar's, years in or is it yeah, three years? Oscar's her, yeah, Oscar's her big Royal Rumble foil at this point, so that could definitely be a thing. Um, next match. This has like been like the most. This match and Brock has probably been like that has the most story <laughs> in the last two weeks. Uh, Edge versus the Miz in a regular ass match. Uh. The question here is not who wins, but but what type of match will Edge get out of Miz here? Because he's been working with like work rate guys, and Miz is kind of just like a more traditional kind of storyline based, like like very you know he he Miz tells a story in the ring. Edge has been working like he's in the indies. What what do you what do you think is coming out of this match? These are your two faves. Bangers. I mean, oh. this is my this is my match. This is my match. I don't even care what happens in it. Like just to see Edge versus Miz. And kind of everything that you know has moved forward with it thus far, I'm excited. Um, I think you're going to get a surprise. I think Miz knows that people doubt him all the time. Literally, everyone has doubted him always, ever. And I think Edge is willing to take up the opportunity to say, "All right, let's see what I can get out from this guy right here." So, um, do I think it'll steal the show? No, but I think it'll be a really good match. Um, yeah. Who do I have winning? I don't know. I I win. That's the, that's, the, that's. Oh god, the, me. I think they I think they want to cause some plausible deniability that Edge could could win the Royal Rumble again. I'd have him go here. I'd have him win win here. Then maybe they do one more on Raw, and then um <clears throat> have Edge be in the Royal Rumble. I I don't know what Edge's direction is for for Mania. I can't call it. I know he's gonna be there, but I don't know what they, what he's gonna be doing. Hmm. I, I got Edge pegged for two things. I f- I feel like he's either going to he's going to be in a match with a part timer, Airmania, and I think he's going to be in Money in the Bank in July. I think he's going to be he's going to do Money in the Bank again, maybe one last time in July. I would, if I were a Beth, I would cry if that man is in a ladder match. I, really <laughs> I think cry. he's going to do. I I all signs lead to him doing the match that he he made famous in July. Something, he's going to do something stupid and everyone's going to be like, all right, party's over. But doesn't it make sense though, Mills? Like it's 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 No, nah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's one of their biggest shows of the year. He's he's around. 
it makes sense for him to do another money in the bank. I I, I know that. And listen, I'm worried about him too, but I I feel like he he's feeling himself after the Seth thing, and I, I feel like he could he could work around it. Um, but I, I got like Beth is. Do you feel like Beth is incorporated into this feud or match or anything at all? I would hope she wouldn't be, but it just all signs are leading to it, huh? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Great segment on Monday. That's all I'll say about that. <sighs> I, yeah, I don't want. I, I don't want him to keep doing the. I don't want him to keep keep doing the the brood stuff. If he's not gonna go brood, he might go brood. He ain't going brood. All right. Well, whatever. Um. Next match: the Usos versus the New Day. Don't and... care. <laughs> Literally don't I, care. I legitimately might walk away or or go do something else when this match is on. I'm sorry. I'm sure I, this I, match will be fire. I'm sure, but I don't care. I'm sorry. It is literally like uh, it's like it's like Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks at this point to me. They I've seen it too many times. Yeah, it's like I'm sorry. You guys are phenomenal. If you guys want to switch it up, I'd be impressed. But if you guys don't, I would understand. But. Yeah, I I don't care who wins this match. I really don't. New Day has been tag team champions on team million times. The Usos have been tag team champions on team million times. I don't care who wins this match. Um, yeah, and we have fatigue from it. I think they literally had this match like two weeks ago in SmackDown. They did so in the in the New Day one. Yeah, because so, it, it seems as though the Usos are going to win this match, which I, so, I'm going to win it. <laughs> hey, here we are, but don't care. Sorry, guys. Get a tag team division. Why didn't you call up Pete Dunne for Rich Holland? They would be perfect in this slot right now. The fuck were y'all thinking? I can, I, I, I cannot. Now. Huh? They got Sheamus now. <sighs> Another tag team for Sheamus. Uh, next match. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think is going to main event? The Rock match or the Fatal Four Way? Rock match Rock, for sure. Okay, so, so I'll do that next. Um, Biggie <clears throat> versus Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, fatal four way match for the WWE Championship. To be fair, I've loved Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins during this feud. I think that <clears throat> the the one thing is that like I, I'm not sure who Big E is here in this match. If that makes any sense, the champion. <laughs> I mean, other than the champion, it's like I, I like they they kind of taken all of his uh taking all of the funny shit that he does. Like I I I kind of miss funny Big E here because like Kevin Owens is like he got the new bag. And he's just been going off doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do. He's the only one who's on there on Monday. So, hey, <laughs> listen. Ain't mad at it. Listen, the new bag. Listen, money will fend that COVID away. You oh, know, wow. only got that new bag. And it's like, send COVID who? COVID where? where so, yes, sir, I will, yes, sir, I will be there on Monday. Yes, I will get a test. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes, sir, I will. No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine, sir. Um... Okay. I don't know. I listen. Biggie's already had the title way longer than I thought he would, and maybe that's just because of the when he won it, it was like in between Summer Survivor Series time. But there was um, no pay per view in December, so maybe that's yeah. the reason why. I, I I'm still strongly leaning towards Kevin Owens probably getting the title here. <laughs> um. Hmm. But see, there hasn't been like a legitimate. Big E Seth Rollins match yet, which is weird to me because that was supposed to be the direction in the first place. But I think that once they signed Kevin Owens again, they said, well, let's just throw him in there. 
Bobby Lashley to me is completely superfluous in this match, and it seems to be seems to me that he's going to turn face very soon. So I I don't think he's going to win. I think he's literally just there to throw people off. I don't think he's winning this at all. I feel like we're going to Biggie's going to retain, and we'll get Biggie versus KO at Royal Rumble. Okay. Not not Seth, who had the original match in the, to to begin with. No, no, no. Seth always gets jammed and screwed out of a lot of different things, and this will be no different. He'll just have to he'll have to take his act to the Royal Rumble, which I'm not mad at at all. I'm thinking. Um, don't stop me if you think I'm crazy. Seth and Damien at Mania. I don't like what they're doing with Damien right now. To be real with you. Or they could do Damien and uh and Finn, the demon versus the the Damien. <laughs> the Damien versus the demon. That's hilarious. Yeah. I don't like what they're doing with Damien right now. What is that about? What is that about? They haven't explained it first. at all. They did explain it. When did they explain it as of like, oh, and he just the passion and the rage. And I'm like, but where is I need story? Like, where does this come from? Why is he DQing himself in matches? Why does he completely ignore the dark side came out? Uh I don't. I like mean, it. that's literally what they've said. You can just say you don't like the dark side character, but they have explained it. I don't know. I don't feel it. But go ahead, go off. Um, I think Big E is going to retain. If he holds it to Mania, that that's that's a that's. Sh- Didn't Miz do that too? That 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 hasn't happened in a long time. That a Money in the Bank holders held it to Mania. Um, and Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for 10, 12 seconds. Kevin Owens is going to win that belt sometime this year. <laughs> Let's just be clear. I would hope so. I mean, the money they probably—the money they probably gave him—he's probably like, yeah, yeah, nigga, yeah. We got to pay this off. Yeah, we got to pay this. Told the nigga that we would do this. Yeah. Um. Last match: Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Listen, I, I I'm doing the Drewski hands up meme <laughs> on this Roman Reigns thing. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't um, know. I don't know. I could I could say that he was gonna is gonna beat Brock. I don't know what Paul Heyman's gonna do. The Roman Reigns thing is always intriguing, but it always ends up with the same thing happening on SmackDown every week anyway. I'm very tired of the Paul Heyman will he won't he, so I'm glad they ended that. But it's like, you know, why, what, why what, would you take the title off of him right now before Mania? Might as well yeah. just let him. Might as well just let him hold it. Unless you're going to do Elimination Chamber and he has a defended in there against all the people he's beaten already. I think another that thing is going, Chamber to be, is going to be trash. Oh, my God. SmackDown is not deep at all. <laughs> well, I, I, well, there are people that are good in that. So if you do do <clears throat> the Elimination Chamber, you could Michael have a Roman, Drew. Sheamus, Drew. Drew, Ricochet. Uh, Cesaro. You could, have, you could have people there. It could be all the people that. Oh, you could, you, oh my God. What are we thinking? Brock could be in the Elimination Chamber. Brock in Elimination Chamber? He's never done it, right? He's never done it. No, but why would he do that? That'd He's be like, crazy. yo, stand there for 25 minutes? Are you fucking insane? Actually, what's crazy, what's crazy is let, let me not even let me, let me not even call it because they haven't even announced the Elimination Chamber for 2022 yet. So, like, we're just guessing. We're speculating. Oh, yeah. It could be big Saudi vibes. It could be, it could be Fastlane or some shit. But um, I don't know what they do here. I don't think that as a babyface, Brock needs the title. I think he's doing fine on his own. But I don't really know what his direction is. Boy, he can he can go to any show he wants to. So if he wants to go to, to Raw, he could re- realistically do that if he wanted to. But um, 
I think this they're saying it's going to be a series. I think this should this shit between these two should end in Jan- in January, regardless of who wins the title. To be honest with you, you're right. Like regardless of who wins the title, this needs to be over. <laughs> I'm 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 done seeing it for a while. Who's winning here, Roman or or, or Brock? Um, Roman. Yeah, yeah. Roman. It's just easier. If I were a betting man, I'd choose Roman. Is it definitive or uh, cheating? Um, yeah, Roman win definitively. I feel like they usually have him win definitively the second time they they have him face Brock. Brock don't lose nothing from losing to Roman. He's he's lost to Roman before. Yeah, but like definitively, I don't know. I don't know. Bray Wyatt That's comes it. back. Oh God, hang me, <laughs> hang me, bro. Um, and that's day one. A show that I'm concerned about, but looks good on paper. Um, I think Edge and Miz will be really good. I'm um, obviously the Usos and New Day. I know we don't care about it. It'll probably be good. But those two main events, the two championship matches, are going to be bangers. I think so. I mean, regardless of what we feel and what we're confused about, I do think it's going to be those two matches are probably going to steal the show to me, right? Depending on how long they go. Um. I'm not gonna do a break today. Let's just let's just go right into year end with wrestler of the year. Mm. That's right, wrestler Chicken of the year. Hot. Okay, <clears throat> yeah, we, we we're going in hot. Uh, I think me and me and Mills were unanimous here. But our wrestler of the year, and this is no, it should be no shock to anybody. Just off of the might be a little the, shock, like, might be a little shock. <clears throat> maybe, but I think it, you know the, you, once you look at the body of work, there's there's just no denying it. I mean, he he's had arguably like you know two maybe three unarguable classics this year alone <clears throat> he main events at wrestlemania left and started main eventing that fucking company i mean come on you, is it is there any surprise that brian danielson slash daniel bryan is our wrestler of the year this year um no you should be everyone's wrestler of the year what the fuck is wrong with you the man literally jumped from both companies now would have been more definitive if he won my man has literally had Two matches against champions and both have led to significant lengthy draws. But you can't the man is just he's really doing whatever he wants, whatever he wants at whatever time that he wants. And that was even before he went to AEW. He was on his own time. Yeah. He he had a classic with a not even a classic, let me not say a classic. Um I mean, just matches with Roman Reigns. You talk about, first of all, that Elimination Chamber earlier this year, and then, like, even having the match after Elimination Chamber, and then having it at Fastlane, and then wedging himself into WrestleMania, and then that other match against Roman Reigns. Like, all right, it makes sense of our runner-up, to be honest with you, when you put that all into perspective. But then he returns literally in September? September, yeah. And then it's just, like, outworking everybody on the roster, on every show, we're literally doing every it's it's not even close between him and the rest of the roster so yes our wrestler of the year brian danielson it's not even close yeah it it, i mean and then he would go to another company use all of the tactics and all of the skills that he probably learned in wwe (laughs) in terms of just in terms of his character work and stuff like that like these are things that he got better at while he was there and all the stuff that he learned even before that and and just doing something like crazy crazy well on 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 AEW so i mean he's he's somebody who's must see every every single week i mean he got me to watch it, at least sometimes 
And I, I didn't even start watching it for Andrade or fucking Malachi when they left. But I watched it for for Daniel Bryan at least somewhat. And uh, he, he's he's proven he's proven that you know he's he's worth the he's worth whatever they paid him, and they need to treat him well. So uh, Daniel Bryan's uh, Daniel Bryan Brian Danielson, or wrestler of the year, the only guy that had two names in one year, <clears throat> uh, and a runner up. Oh, actually, he's not he's not the only guy that had two names. Andrade and Malachi had two names in one year. Whatever. Um, runner up Roman Reigns. Without question, I mean, if Daniel Bryan had maybe taken a couple months off, it probably would have gone to Roman Reigns, and it probably would have flipped. But Roman's had such a strong beginning of the year with the KO matches, uh, with, with with just his lead up to WrestleMania. Again, he was in that match with Daniel Bryan, uh, the matches with Cesaro, just really showing that he can prove that to have a great match with anybody on his roster. He he was just everywhere this year. I, I I can't think of a cooler motherfucker. I can't think of a cooler wrestler. I can't think of a a more deserving wrestler than him to even just be in that conversation. If if and that's that's the thing, Mills. Like if someone was just like y'all a while and Roman's the wrestler of the year, I'm not gonna argue with you there. I'm just not <laughs> because he it, it realistically is between these two. What do you think about the argument for Kenny Omega? I think Kenny Omega is a strong top five in some people's lists, maybe top 10 in a lot of other people's lists. But when you, if let's say, okay, we got female wrestler of the year, right? Let's say we mm-hmm. put females in that list. Kenny falls even lower mm. to me. Kenny falls even lower to me. I think there were some matches that were just kind of really, really like, like the exploding ring match. I wasn't feeling it. That wasn't it to me. I think a lot of other matches were just kind of like, ah, eh, whatever. To me, mm-hmm. um, I think his I, honestly, I'll, I'll say I think Kenny's year was saved by having that Brian match and that pa- Adam Page match back to back. That saved his year to me because a lot of his heel stuff I wasn't feeling. A lot of the impact stuff I didn't even watch. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um. So, yeah, I mean, those are our picks. They're unanimous across the board. So it just is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we have female wrestler of the year. Listen, man. <laughs> the A is for agenda, baby. She's she's hey, she's won she's won a lot of stuff this year. Let's just be clear. She's won a lot of stuff this year. Let's Bianca be Belair. If it's not, yeah, if it's not Bianca Belair. What are we doing here? What are we doing? You, you clearly are some AEW mark. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Bianca Belair is the wrestler of the year. Uh no one has the the cachet. No one has the the nobody has just the looks <clears throat> and the the moments that she's had all year. Whether it pissed you off or made you, you know, elated with joy, Bianca Belair made you feel something or something that happened to her made you feel something this year. She not only improved as an in-ring performer, but she improved as a character. She got completely over on her own merits. And not only that, she just, you know, she's someone that when you look from the outside looking in and there's someone who doesn't watch this and they see her and they, they say, you know what, that lo- she looks fucking dope. And she reminds me of somebody, like we said on the show, she reminds us of somebody that we might know. Um... Let, let, let's go to the accolades real quick. Mm-hmm. Royal, Rumble, Royal Rumble winner. Boom. WrestleMania main eventer. Boom. Soul Survivor Survivor Series. Boom. Performed on every big on every of the uh, every big four show of the year. Boom. Saudi Arabia as well. Boom. Uh did I miss anything? Lifted up Dewdrop. <laughs> Lifted Dewdrop. Elevated her brand. Mm. Did what Come she on. had to do. Most uh, oh, the fifth most top uh the fifth most uh most tweeted female athlete of the year. Yeah, uh, not only award that, winner. Perform uh also also wrestled at Rolling Loud. 
this year. Come on. Culturally, who's doing it better than her? I mean, <laughs> I don't know where the culture lies, but they're not doing it better than her. I know that's yeah. right. Not at all. Um, I, 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 there's not much we can say other than that. Uh, runner up. What was your runner up, uh, Meals? We kind of we kind of my deferred. runner up was Becky Lynch. Yeah, my runner up was Becky Lynch. I think when she came back this year, I think she's just been on a complete tear. Uh, tear. Why did I say it like that? Um, she's been on a complete tear, and she's just, I mean, beyond just elevating everyone's game, she came back and just kind of, like, uh, resettled herself in the roster, having better matches than she was maybe than before she left, um, an infallible character. Just everything is cooking with her right now, and I think... I don't know. She's just really good at what she is. She's really good at what she does right now. Like Becky Lynch is really top tier and there's not much I can say about anybody else, to be honest with you. Like I I love a couple more people who've been featured this year, but I mean, when you talk about the second half of this year, it's like Becky Lynch, who else? Yeah. She, she changed She, she set the tone when she came back. I mean, we knew it was going to be a different year when she came back, and that was a that was to me her and Brock showing up at SummerSlam. That was the that was a Joker's card to get them to get WWE back to where they were where they were, um, and and they definitely proved that in spades. My runner up was Charlotte Flair. I mean, she's the opportunity. You know what I mean? I I feel like even when she was put in programs that Good I char. just, I mean, you know, say what you will about her, she's one of the most fascinating stars of our time. Would you say? Because no one gets as, as many like just like outwardly either hatred or, or love or respect than she does. There are times and, you know, she is my runner up, but there are times where it didn't really click. It didn't really work. I was I was kind of like we didn't really know about a lot of these programs going on. It, it got weird around Survivor Series, but she elevated in the Alexa Bliss program. I feel She's like navigated through it all. Literally navigated through it all. Like like you said, as you were about to say, I mean, you talk about, I mean, I'm sure that Lacey Evans thing would have been trash, but I'm sure we would have still got a great match out of it. Um, Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) We know that if Charlotte don't give a fuck, the thing is, she's only here because a lot of the matches that she was in this year, she gave a fuck about. Let's just be clear. A lot of the matches there, she wanted to do. She... The, the the wildest thing about this year of Charlotte Flair, she was not on WrestleMania, which yeah. is insane. Yeah. Which I'm sure she came back with the, every intention to be on WrestleMania. And then they decided, oh, we're going to go a different route. And I forget the reason why. I'm not sure if it was COVID. Because she, because she got, um no, it wasn't COVID. Remember, they Andrade revealed that they thought that she was like pregnant or she had some type of hormones going on. She Actually, she said it. They They found that she had... A, a elevated rise in her um and her and her hormones or something like that and it, it you know it, they didn't think it was a pregnancy exactly but they kept her out because they didn't want you know anything to to actually be real like that i think she said something about that yeah right so they they but, kept her they kept her down and she was mad and she was big oh, she, she was she was pissed about that and then when she came back she let she let niggas know <clears throat> and i mean the Rhea stuff, she 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 was cool with that. She she was cool with the Nikki ASH. Like I feel like she elevated, and I feel like those two feuds alone really like put her up there for me 
um, because of the fact that, that not only did she care about it, but it was like big time. It was, it was, she got really good matches out of those. Like the SummerSlam match, you know, feel what you feel about the Bianca stuff. I feel like they brought it back and, and they, and they brought it back to being like, okay, this was a real women's match that, that night. And, and that, that was something that we, they wanted to see. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed Charlotte this year, next year. And that's the thing that makes her so fascinating. I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know what she's going to be like next year. She would yeah. probably want to be on the list. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, she's on the list this year and she's well deserved of, of being on this list. She came back with 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 a chip on her shoulder. Absolutely. Um, tag team of the year. Really weird year for tag teams. I don't, really don't feel like it was a it was a big tag team year. But Mills, what did you what, who were your who were your winners for tag team of the year? Um, my winner was the New Day and the Usos. To be real with you, those are the people that I watched the most. I don't know why. I thought um, New Day had a little nice little program with her business earlier in the year before Bobby totally destroyed Kofi Kingston, um, which I forgot that happened until I just mentioned it. Um, The Usos have just been very consistent throughout the year. Can't say nothing else about them. Um, That's kind of it for me. Who you got? (laughs) I got the I got the Usos. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't have much to say about them. We've been talking about these motherfuckers for the past decade. Like, what else is there to say? Yeah. Uh, I mean, th- in terms of just, like, comparing them to even just AEW and other tag teams across the board, um, they gave me what I liked in terms of just having matches that, that just have just a, a quick pace. But not only that, just having a really good story and psychology behind it for most of the year. Uh, and not just, like, holding my back because it hurts. You know what I mean? And And, and I feel like, you know, my runner's up. They they were close to winning it for me because I I I was so elated to see them finally win the big one at AEW, but then they completely blew their booking right after it. So, meaning that my runner up with the Lucha Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, I was waiting for you to say it. Who had a, um, who had a great I year? Like, could have been anybody. Um, yeah, they had a great year, and then after they won the titles, they went to shit, and they were they got made they they've been made to look like idiots every single week since then. So, they didn't well, win. listen, they got a they got a couple new friendly people to tag team to 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 play with. I'm talking about Reed Dragon with Kyle O'Reilly and Mr. Fish. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna give it to the Crackers. Oh, yeah, of course. Listen, <laughs> it's over for them. Hey, <laughs> we running back UE, but just somewhere else. That's exactly what they're doing. Let's do, actually can I want to I low key want to change one of my one of my things just just because of that but I I'll, I'll keep it, I'll keep it I'll keep it real with with what I had but yeah okay we can talk about it still we can talk about it a little yeah. bit yeah um cringe worthy moment of the year <laughs> I'm going to go first here and I'm going to say that my cringe worthy moment of the year is something that was so cringe worthy that AEW never wants you to know that it existed or or ever happened that is the exploding ring after the exploding ring match between Kenny Omega and uh, Dean Ambrose, boy, that was nasty. The that jokes, the the jokes, the memes, and then after two days, they were all gone, and people got DMCA'd. <laughs> Which was not fun. I'm telling you, that's not fun. That's not fun at all. I remember when I was a, a lowly blogger myself, um, and. They had behind-the-scene photos of Justin Timberlake and Jay-Z at the suit and tie video. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to post these on my blog for sure. What? They DMCA'd every single body. I will never forget that day. Every blog was like, yo, did you get this notice? And I was like, yeah, I got this notice. Like, everyone got it. 
It spun a block on your ass. Oh, yeah. They didn't do it. <laughs> and then, sidebar, also one thing. I posted, say, I thought I was being cool. I was like, all right, I'm going to just, you know, everybody black. They get a chance. So I posted a Jason Derulo song. I will never post a Jason Derulo song ever again. I got DMCA'd for that as well. And I just decided I'm never posting this man's music. I don't even like it that much. Um, so, yeah, I've, J- Jason Derulo has never got a coin from me in, like, maybe the last, like, decade and a half. But it seems like he's not, fine. Not even a stream? No, not a stream at all. Damn. If it was something, I saw it on TV. Um, my most cringeworthy moment of the year is Ric Flair. Just in general. Just, just in general, just for Claire, yeah. from the top of the year, from that program with Charlotte, to him wanting out of his WWE contract, to um, Dark Side of the Ring, to him shit talking Becky Lynch all on the internet, just bad. It's, it's just bad. Like he's just cringeworthy in general. Um, and then yes, my runner-up was also exploding ring. Wait, what was your runner-up? My runner-up was Adam Cole's promo to Karrion Cross on NXT TV. Ooh. tough to tough to watch tough to listen to but also tough to uh to think that this was the same guy that's actually on your on your, on your tv on wednesday nights because that's kind of it's, it's two different it's two different people and 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 we'll get we'll talk more about adam cole in, in a couple minutes here karen cross had an interview with um you know where all the where all the kids are going these days oral sessions oh, uh, brother. had an interview did you hear anything from the interview no i didn't that Scarlet, uh, Scarlet wasn't called up, and she was actually not clear to wrestle because she had a busted implant. So she was oh, not wow. clear to wrestle in her last days of WWE. Um, Karen Cross talks a little bit about the whole Jeff Hardy match and how things were kind of changed beforehand, before he's supposed to go out, and how he's trying to be a team player. And then eventually, he was just like, "All right, I can't." They fired me. I'm so relieved. He said he always felt like he was going to be fired. Um, but they were like, no, no, we love you. We love you. And then he got fired and he was like, oh, well, there you go. Ah. Oral shout sessions, out. ladies and gentlemen, the new hot Scarlet. Shout out to Scarlet. I didn't know she was, she, she, she was going through that. That that sucks. I'm sorry to hear yeah. that. That, that absolutely sucks. Oh, if I could do another runner up, I would definitely, cause I don't want people to think they were biased and shit like that. Um, whatever happened to Finn Balor at that pay-per-view, oof. I had laughed. I laughed so hard. That was crazy. Because it happened out of nowhere, and they bothered never to explain it ever again. <laughs> it's like, you, why? You just, you just don't. You, you just can't. You just don't explain that. You don't explain oh, anything. Demon lost. <laughs> by, yeah. by stupid shit. Do we have a culprit behind it? No. no. Do you want to? God. God. Stop playing in my face. <laughs> the Roman Reigns fan. Uh, hottest news story of the year. I think we kind of got the same thing here. And, and I mean, it's, it's pretty clear that um, AEW's moves over the summer and that CM Punk, Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole all signing with the company. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't think of, I can't think of a bigger news story within this bubble where, but when you got outside of this bubble, it really didn't mean much. If you know what I mean? Like when you got outside of it, I didn't hear any more. I didn't hear any people saying that they wanted to watch AEW anymore because of these guys, these guys came in, but it was the hottest news story within in wrestling it helped i think well so my hottest news story cm punk comes to AEW, and then i think we both also had our runner-up with the wwe releases but the cm punk to aew he was someone that they desperately needed and 
I think just the star power that he brings, they really didn't have anyone with any kind of crossover appeal at all. And it's not that CM Punk is a rating juggernaut, but he's at least someone who's recognizable outside of Chris Jericho. He's someone who you could take other places and be like, oh, CM Punk. Oh, I remember him. Oh, you did that. I used to watch that. Um, He's someone of that type of thing. They needed CM Punk. They needed CM Punk because, listen, you ain't gonna get more out of John Moxley and Miro main eventing your pay per views, to be honest with you. And I love both, yeah. but yeah. you're just not going to get that type of you know, you're not gonna get any grander appeal from it. Um, so them signing CM Punk was major. Them saying signing Brian Danielson was major. Them saying Adam Cole was fun. <laughs> it was a fun, <laughs> fun little signing. It was really good. Um, so yeah. And I guess we should talk about the WWE releases. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them. Nothing, nothing shakes the timeline than over sixty people being being let go in the, over a calendar year. Uh, Nick Khan came in, said there was going to be changes, and he meant that shit. Everyone from Hit Row, who had just debuted, to Keith Lee, who had just got repackaged, got released this year, and there was no rhyme nor reason to some of it. And it left us even on the show saying, "What? What's the end goal here?" It's left the it's left the roster a little bit lighter, but it's also you know opened up the door for many people to go elsewhere within the company. I mean, Ron Strowman was let go this year. If you can believe that, like that happened this year. You know what I mean? Like Karrion Cross, as we just said, was let go. A bunch of people in NXT were let go. It, it's it has just been a crazy crazy year for releasing WWE, and I think it really boils down to I mean, if we don't understand it, that the fact that they they signed too many fucking people and they needed to to kind of lighten the ship. And I, I still say that I think that they looked at AEW and they said, we good. Like, we don't really need to, we don't need to hold on to these guys because that's not really like a problem for us. That's, that's really what I feel like they, they, they thought when they did that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. Um, most tasteless promotional tactic. <laughs> you got the WWE releases as your one. releases again. I was pretty, I was like, damn, more? Damn. But this is more so. This is more so them referencing it, right? No, I really don't care if they referenced it. <laughs> I thought this the releases were. It just ended up being a little bit too much for me. I think after that last wave, I was just like, "Wait, why are we still doing this?" Like, admittedly, I mean, we know we haven't talked about your little hit row thing. Maybe we could talk about that after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, your little altercation with one AJ Francois, but <laughs> now we can talk about it now. Was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but he no, was I mean, released and he's been on his little social media tear since that release and he got word from the internet he's like hey bro i've seen a lot of your tweets man people have been sending me your tweets who's sending him my tweets <laughs> if you're if you're sending, sending him. if you're sending him my tweets you're a weirdo <laughs> like because i know you listen to the show you're a weirdo and you will like that is the weirdest thing you could ever do. There's no reason for you to do that. I don't care because I guess they thought that I would be scared of him, but I'm not because I'm you know I'm successful. But like <laughs> at the end of the day, like I I I I did I did not care about him coming into my mentions because at the same time I never said. And I was very careful to say, man, that, man, as a black man, how could you he, do this to him? He came to me as a woman. 
<laughs> no, but but uh, I literally, I was careful to say I was a really big fan of AJ and Swerve, and I and I was. I was not big on B Fab. I was not big on Ashante, and I said as such, even on my timeline. I've said it on this show. I was not a big fan of those two. It, like, even when B Fab got released, we we had a conversation. You said that you thought that they were missing something without her. I said no. I think they're going to be fine without her. It, uh, clearly, and I said, but I said these. You know, Swerve had said we amassed or we we what do you say what cap what, what was the cap he said that we we made over two million dollars is hit row million dollars is hit row they and generated said, two million dollars that does not mean they made two million dollars that means they generated two million dollars worth of sales for hit row and i said if if they was there if they generated that much money they would still be there for show because they, they cause generated they were, that much they were in nxt yeah they made more than Undisputed Era? I'm supposed to believe that? Am I supposed to believe that? Fuck no. And, and, and then I said, you know what? These two don't even, they, they this crew don't even dress well enough to have generated that much money. They don't even like look, all, they, and the thing is, as much as I like them as, as characters, they were not, to, they weren't authentic to me to, to what rappers look like. No, and that's what I meant. So I don't care if he had Malcolm X on his shit. I don't care if it was black owned. It looked like like knockoff Supreme. And I said, yo, I don't care about any of that stuff. And I said, and I said it straight up. The the fits were the worst thing about y'all's act. And it was. Come on, man. There was that one episode of SmackDown where they went down to their sneakers and I said, uh-uh-uh-uh. Put the camera back up. The hell out of here with that shit, man. Listen, man. You're not wrong. Um, what's your other tasteless promotional tactic for the year? Uh, AEW hiring Leo Rush after social media backlash about their diversity. And then not doing anything with them. Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, did you think he was? Did you, did you, f- and then our runner up. Come on. Unanimous. Come on, man. Unanimous. Did y'all, did, did y'all realize WWE like, releases? That's what I was saying. You're talking about WWE releases. Did y'all realize the whole wrestling company fired everyone? <laughs> yeah, they fired everybody. And Went they, up and they, smoke. Shout out to them making a black champion. I mean, not that they didn't have black champions before, but I mean, um, what's his name? Jonathan Greshman? I forgot his yeah, name. Gresham. Yeah, Gresham. Yeah. There he, you go. He, he gets to hold the belt. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he gets to hold the belt that. for this company. <laughs> Can't return it nowhere. Checks don't, you know, not come in. He just has to hold the belt for our wage. And he's like, yo, hold that until we come back. That's crazy. They hold this for me, big bro. <laughs> Represent it proud. Uh, our next is going to be defending it at on Impact. Yeah, yes. Swim good. God bless him. God bless him. Uh, next up, worst match of the year. This is interesting. Because I thought, I, I thought niggas would think I was wilding for putting this here. And I, in fact, I like the one that you put here better than this one that I put here. And so we're just going to talk about it in general. Mills' worst match of the year was Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly at Stand and Deliver. My worst match of the year was Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly, two out of three falls match at TakeOver 36. <laughs> I like Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. I thought about their TakeOver 36 match, but then I was like, "There's, I mean, they're good enough that they would improve on the match. And I do think it was an improvement on the match. That stand and deliver match to me was 40 minutes of a lot. (laughs) 
40 minutes of moving from spot to spot. Um, not really putting Kyle O'Reilly, I guess, in a place where it feels like he's getting rightful retribution. Um, not elevating him to another place, especially considering he just came off of a NXT championship match. Uh, it was like match of the year last year, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it, it was it was a case of doing too much to me. And yes, it's harsh for saying worst match of the year. Some people will say Lash Legend. I will tell you, she's only had two matches. Once again, we expect um, more from these two. We expect yeah, more. From I these expect two. way more from these two. But this is similar to what we did with the Edge and Randy Orton match. That was bad yeah. too, for all the same reasons. Yeah. I thought the storytelling took a backseat to like, I guess, being brutal for the sake of brutal. So. Yeah, I didn't really like it. I think they thought they could pull off a Gargano Champa match, but I didn't. I didn't like any of those matches either. But, so. but it became clear by standing delivery meals that that style of NXT was starting to get old, and it was abundantly clear by Takeover Thirty Six, and this was Adam Cole's last match in the company that this this style of match just didn't fly there anymore. So he's going to go have it elsewhere now, and it might work over there. But for, for all intents and purposes, it just didn't work with those players anymore. And I feel like it didn't make either of these guys look good. I, I think even Adam going out on it, he just looked like he didn't give a shit by TakeOver 36 when you when you rewatch it. But yeah, they these two definitely had some of the worst matches, two of the worst matches that I've seen this year. Um, what's your runner-up? Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie at SummerSlam. Do we even remember that Eva Marie was employed at one point this year? <laughs> She was a whole employee, man. It was like six months of build for her to return. And she returned, and admittedly, she was not as bad as she used to be, but she still wasn't that great. I mean, I'm not going to say, like, it's improvement, but not, like, improvement by any standards of, like, me comparing you to anybody else. Yeah. You're just better than trash. You were garbage. Um. So Alexa Bliss having to... Alexa Bliss, who, by all intents and purposes... I do not think is the person, I guess with her gimmick, it definitely, there's a lot of entertainment purposes for that, but I do not think it's a person who will bring a great match out of you. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's my pick. What was your runner up? Uh, my runner up was the Miz versus uh, Damian Priest, the zombie match. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I understand that you had to get the bag, the Army of the Dead bag. You but knew what match, it was. I knew what it was. I just didn't, I didn't like the match. It was bad. It was bad. I don't think about bad matches after. Is that weird? Like, I don't think about it. Like, it was bad, but it's like, I don't think about it. It would have to really stink for me to be like, yo. To remember, remember it. That. Yeah. <laughs> remember that. It, it took me a long time to even say that. I'd be like, okay, what, what, here's a bunch of good matches. What is the really good match that I thought was really bad? And that's what I came. <laughs> that's what I came out with. Um, next up, worst wrestler of the year, male or female? I say Orange Cassidy. Anytime he's on my TV screen, I I I'm repulsed. He's legitimately the worst wrestler I've seen, probably in my entire life. He's he's fucking awful. I don't get the joke. He's shitty. Well, mine was Car- mine was Karrion Cross. <laughs> for all the same reasons that you just said <laughs> i do not know why he's on my screen every time i watch him i get repulsed blah 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 um so yeah i'm gonna I, go carrying cross i think and, and i think what what 
drove it home for him being worst wrestler of the year this year was that everyone was saying it. Yeah. It was like, uh, like the presentation was I I mean, this the Adam NXT Cole. presentation, the NXT presentation was was I, but when Adam Cole did what Adam Cole did, it was over with. And do I think he could have made it on the main roster? Probably. But it didn't happen. So now he's the worst wrestler of the year because of it. <laughs> I don't. He was, he was shorter than people on that show who say they're short. Nah, he was, I think, considering, to me, he's still, like, more interesting than, for instance, like a Ridge Holland. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But couldn't cut the mustard, baby. Granted, Maybe. he had, um they, they, they tried his best. They gave him Jeff Hardy. They put him against Keith Lee in a string of matches as well. And then they took him off TV. And it was just like, yo, just stand in the back a little bit. <laughs> and gave Keith, Lee, like, gave Keith Lee one of his like only wins of 2021 <laughs> against yeah. him. So it's really weird. Uh, my runner-up and your runner-up was Baron Corbin. I think it started off really well in the summertime with Baron losing all his money. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the thought process was, was would be to either like not turn him face or not run with that that angle, which I thought they were going to run with that angle have him eventually turn face and, and realize that he was being an asshole for the, the past decade almost. And they didn't do it. They just they just had him get money again, and he went back to being fucking... I, I just don't understand what they do with him. Like, th- there is there, there is a character right there that they can just literally turn him and have him be annoying to heels, and people would like him a lot better. But to me, I, I get, like, Xbox heat from him whenever he shows up now. Like, I do not want to see him on my TV screen. Yeah, I don't really care to see him anymore at all. Worst feud of the year. Why on um, worst feud of the year did I have Baron Corbin versus Karrion Cross? You are on crack. I've never seen that match in my life. I, I, I think I like made you up. <laughs> you put an amalgamation between two of your worst wrestlers of the year and it was like, imagine if they feud. Gross. I, I think I meant I think I meant Samoa Joe versus oh. Karrion Cross. There we go. Oh, okay. Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross was pretty bad. It was, it My was, worst feud of the year was Big Show versus QT Marshall. Because why? Why was that a thing? Why? You know, I have, I have a theory that... <laughs> I have a Meals Booking Theory, AEW edition. That, um... So they're having Brian versus uh, Adam Page rematch on TBS. They will yep. be judges. Okay. I have a theory that Big Show will be one of the judges. Uh-huh. And he will also interfere in this match and start a feud with Adam Page. I based that on that. Oh, man. Can he can he hit the Lariat on Big Show? That's going to be the the feud. I, I think that you are going I want this to happen because I want to see the fans of that show try to say why this is a good thing that this is happening to Adam Page. Can he beat the big show? <laughs> What the fuck, Paul White, whatever the fuck his name. I call him Big Show versus QT Marshall. Oh my god, um, Paul White versus QT Marshall. So that was the worst. And then my runner-up was Baron Corbin versus Kevin Owens. That was my runner-up. I think that's why I put Baron Corbin versus Karrion Cross, and I mixed those two up. That was my runner-up because that a feud amounted to absolutely nothing. That feud amounted to people saying a lot of people saying that, yeah, man, KO is ready to go. He's ready to quit. He's out of here. The interactions, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like the interactions between him and Logan Paul were better than the Baron Corbin feud. Damn, now I think about it. Why would he have left 
if he was getting that look against against Logan Paul, and they had that Logan Paul match in WrestleMania, if I'm KO, I ain't going nowhere. Cause like, I don't know. Listen, I I didn't think a lot of people. I didn't think Adam Cole was gonna go until he went. I really didn't think so. I was like, yo, the bag is right there. The bag is yeah. right there, my guy. Like it's right there. Just take it. Like, nah, I want to be with my girlfriend. Yeesh. If they break up, yeesh. Yeah. yeah. Yeesh. I don't know. It's 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 gonna be sad, sad day if they break up. All right, uh, break up. I hope not. I mean, he is about as tall as she is. And Tony Chabon right. was tall as right. hey. coming too. Hey, 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 I hey. You need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, worst pay-per-view of the year. Me and you had said the same thing. AEW Revolution 2021. I forgot what was on. Let me see. No, I actually didn't forget what was on the show because I made sure I, to look it, it up. It it had the exploding death, uh, the ex- exploding ring barbed wire death match. Um, it had uh, that extremely long face, uh, uh, face of the revolution ladder match. It had Paige versus Hardy. Uh, it had Kip Sabian and Miro versus fucking the best friend. Like none of these matches you actually want to watch. Yeah, nah, none of these matches hit at all. Not even on paper. Ew. Uh, ew. <laughs> show. It Bucks versus it's Inner trying. Circle. Bucks versus Inner Circle. Yeah, this is when he grabbed the Sonic Ring. <laughs> this was the Come Sonic Ring now. match. Come on now. The best match in here is featuring the 65-year-old guy. The 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 state of this roster meals is incredible. That's Look at this roster. Needed, that's why I said they needed CM Punk. Yeah, this roster was absolute dog shit before <laughs> before anyone else. Came. I feel bad for Cyrus looking at this show. And cool, Quan loves this. He loves punishment. But I, bro, what was that? Then you, had, oh, yeah. then you had that ending. <laughs> Went up like a fart and. <laughs> Nothing else needs to be said about this show. It is it, it was terrible from top to bottom. Uh runner up. What was your runner up? Um my runner up was Survivor Series of this year. Yeah. I was there. It wasn't good. <laughs> it's a minor just a minor show. It's a just a extremely it shouldn't minor. Be my, yo, so my thing was I bought the tickets to Survivor Series. I was like, why did I buy this? Like Survivor Series is usually big hit or miss. And it's misses come so much more frequently than the hits do so yeah. much more frequently. And then I was like, Oh, but I can see big E versus Roman Reigns. I've never saw that before. And then they did it on raw and like a triple threat match with Bobby, which was like even better than the actual singles match. Yeah. Um, actually, actually it might not have been. I don't think it was. I, I think that Roman and, and Big E was pretty good, but either way, um, <laughs> besides the opening match and the closing match, Nothing else I give a damn about. Dad, remember, I had to watch people fling pizzas into the crowd. <laughs> yeah, that 25, 20, 25 man um, pizza hut battle royal. <laughs> winner gets, what, what oh did the winner God. get? It was almost. And what did you win? <laughs> Some pizza. Where, where was almost? I hope he doesn't have COVID. I hope, he's I hope okay. he doesn't have COVID either. He was at the house show. So, oh, okay. Um, Hell in a Cell 2021 was my was my uh, runner up. This was the match with uh, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley that had the disqualification that went 14 minutes. <laughs> uh, you had another about that. 
had a you had a really good Sami Zayn Kevin Owens match though. You had a really good Seth Rollins Cesaro match. But everything else is just kind of like, eh. I mean, I, I would say that the match that you would go back and watch is Bianca Belair versus Bailey. But remember, we were supposed to get Roman versus Ray in the Hell in a Cell, and they did that on the Friday before the show. So it was just kind of like, they said, fuck it. I ain't pulling up. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we're, we're getting out to the, to, to the nitty-gritty. Our final, our final moments here. Uh, most confusing booking decision of 2021. What did you say, Mills? What say you? For to temper the crowd, I'm going to say Bianca Belair's L at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. which people were like, why wasn't it a 20-minute match? And, you know, I think back to that moment, and I'm just like, could it have been done a different way? Yeah. But I feel like we're going to get to the, <laughs> the point that makes up for it eventually anyway. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to say that most confusing booking moment and then should i just do my runner-up real quick oh no 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 we had the same runner-up we had the same we had the same runner-up so let's 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 go ahead and do that um aw debuting adam cole and brian danielson at the same time that was my runner-up that that make it it, to 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 this day still makes no sense uh completely cut off adam at at the at, at his feet okay i get the fact that it looks like they're going to be doing the big adam cole versus the elite stuff Wow, whoop-dee-doo. We were all looking forward to that one. But to have him kind of kowtow to a bunch of BS with the Elite for three, four months before the before Kyle and Bobby got there, it seemed like they were just waiting for that to happen, which is, number one, stupid. And number two, caused a lot of, a lot of discourse that, honestly, you could have protected him from if you would have just booked him or, 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 or saved him until you knew those guys were going to come. We just had all you guys debut at the same time. They chose to go for the big portal moment Instead of just going for the moment that made sense. And, and to me, it's still, it, you know, other than it, it felt like it was like the gotcha moment. Right. And that's why they they, they, they debuted him so fast because it was like, gotcha, gotcha, WWE. That's one that's one guy we got over you. But we're going to put him with Orange Cassidy and, and fucking Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy until we find something for him to do, which looks like they're going to be doing going into 2022. Hmm. It could all be so simple. But you had to make it hard. Um, <laughs> what was your runner-up? My runner-up was the Miz wins Money in the Bank. What? <laughs> Miz didn't win Money in the Bank this year. He did. No, he didn't. He, won- he cashed in. He cashed on Bobby. Oh, he cashed it in. Yeah, but he didn't win Money in the Bank. Oh God, he won the briefcase. He, and he, he won the briefcase. He beat Otis for the brief. He beat the brakes off of Otis for the briefcase last year, and then he cashed it in this year. So you know. What? Okay, That's so I'll change. I'll change it to the Miz cashing it in. I'll change it to the, to no, the Miz cashing it in. Fuck you. All right, well, whatever. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay, last yes, last category. Last category for 2021. Most overrated. <laughs> I want you to go first. <laughs> All right, so this is a very hot take. My most overrated is Burt Baker. <laughs> because, like, where? Where is it? Like, <laughs> like she has the, don't get me wrong, she has the presence. She has the people in her hand. She's somehow a dentist that's made it through and become one of the most popular wrestlers in the whole company. So I'll give her all of that. Like, in the ring? Like, come on, man. 
she was in WWE, she'd be like seventh, eighth on the rung. Not to say that she couldn't be a top star in WWE, but like, come on. Would Charlotte look at her? Would Charlotte look at her? I don't even know. If, I don't even know if, if Tamina would look at her. On, <laughs> nah, I'm gonna say that. But no, nah, Britt Baker. I mean, she had really one really really great match this year to me, and maybe another great match as well. But like the rest of the year hasn't added up, to be honest with you. Like it's not. She just uh, is just very like. It's her presence. I get it. Well, like her actually being able to deliver and elevate and all this other stuff. They've also got shitty her, opponents. What's her presence other than being white? Dentist. There you go. Philadelphia My, dentist. <laughs> uh, this is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, my most overrated, Kenny Omega. And I feel like people wanted to shoehorn Kenny into a lot of these conversations, even if he wasn't having better promos, even if he wasn't necessarily having better moments or matches as some of the guys that we actually put in our wrestler of the year. Because here's the thing. I feel like a lot of the conversation comes from people who want to seemingly get over on another company by saying that he's the best guy in that company. And that's not always necessarily true. Is he top 10 this year? Absolutely. Is he top three? Maybe. Is he top one? Absolutely not. I think Roman made a bigger, a bigger, like bigger ripples through the culture of just mainstream. And Brian Danielson made big, bigger ripples in the culture of just their own company. I think he, he, no one should come to your company and automatically be the best wrestler there. If you're the wrestler of the year. Period. And I feel like that's what Brian did. I feel like that's what Punk did. I feel like when Punk got there, he was automatically bigger than Kenny Omega. No one who came back overshadowed Roman Reigns. Becky was on the same level, but she didn't overshadow what Roman Reigns did later that night. I've shuddered to say she, she probably was in the same level as like Brock, Roman, and, and Becky were probably the same level that night. But they had John all those Cena. three. John Cena, all of them on that same. They were like the, they were this. They were they were that level, but they were not a level above Roman Reigns. And I think that's why I, I say Kenny Omega is most overrated. We have the same runner up. We have the same runner up. Live. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. We got to live with this one. But Liv Morgan yeah. is our most overrated. It just she needs more. She just needs more. There's more in every. If if I had a they give her an an overall in WWE 2K 2022? 2022 is what's coming next year, right? Yeah, 78. 78 okay. overall. Okay. Oh wow, you said 70. I'll give her like 73. I said 78. I give her 78. Oh, you said 78? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I will give her 73. Um she just needs a little bit more. I think she needs like she needs the promos, obviously, we talked about last week, still need some work. The in-ring stuff, like, she needs to figure out a kind of a style that she's kind of rich. She's trying to be, like, the master of the ropes. She's trying to get her grand metal league on at times. And I'm like, yo, that might not be you, to be honest with you. Like, it might be fun to do it, to just jump off the rope and do little, like, arm drags and stuff like that. But realistically, that might not be you. You got to find what works best for you. And... um Thus far, it's not it. But the people love her. I'm not going to say that she's not popular or that it's not popping or it's not working at all. Um, it's just, you know, just a little bit overrated. All right. Something that's not overrated is this show. 
And that's it for us. 2021. No, we're not overrated. We are properly rated. In fact, we might be underrated in some circles. Mm. But that's for, that's another conversation for another day. Mm. Thank you all for making the A Show one of the biggest wrestling podcasts in the world. Thank you all for making us one of the most listened to, for giving us one of our biggest years of all time. And we've been doing this four years, four years straight. <clears throat> um, all of our patrons, thank you so much for supporting this this venture that we've gone on this year. Of course, the, the, the offer is still out there. If we get to 100 patrons, we're at like 78 now. If we get to 100 patrons, we're going to do the hot chip challenge. I, ate a, I accidentally ate a habanero on Christmas Day on accident. Know, what's wrong with you? Yeah, and I fucked it. I, I, I put it in my oxtail stew. On, and just, just because they didn't have any scotch bonnet peppers, they yeah, don't sell them out here in California. It's sad. And I, you know, when you make the, the stew, it, it turns everything like a reddish color. Of course. Legitimately accidentally ate it thinking it was a tomato and I had a bad night. So the hot chip challenge is definitely going to fuck my day up. If you want to see me suffer. <laughs> um, New patron shout out to, if I already shouted you out, it's just, you know, it is what it is, but Anthony Cullen, Ricky Lawson and James Carter jr. Thank you for being new patrons to the a show Patreon. And you can also subscribe to the Patreon at patreon.com backslash the a show RNC. Um, this week we also put up, actually which i'm about to fix right now because i didn't know that it only took the first 20 minutes of this but nonetheless today marks the 24th anniversary of star k 1997 between sting and hulk hogan um so we watched that match and yeah i gotta go re-upload it right now because apparently it cut off the last 10 minutes but please make sure you subscribe it's going to be fully there by the time you get there and um do you have anything else no i just want everybody to be safe this weekend um have a great time enjoy day one on saturday it's the first pay-per-view of the year we got a big week coming up because russell kingdom is also next week um you got the battle of the belts the tbs stuff coming up we got a big new week year's in wrestling so. yeah new year's evil is next tuesday um and we we got it we got a lot of stuff going on man so uh definitely check us out tap in with us of course we got the war report with cyrus and Quan, they would that would be probably that's going to be the last <laughs> a show episode of the year so that'll be out by friday and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next year. Fresh new year, fresh new wrestling takes. And we're going to have a big year in 2022. Thank you guys so much again for listening and, and, and putting up for myself, with myself and meals. Listen to that. Listen to that race car. Shout out to Roddy Rich. Shout out to Roddy. He's living life fast. I hope he's got a better album than Roddy. But thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Until next time for meals, I'm Justin. Peace out. Until 2022.